Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Aaron, and I'm playing Sam Faluge. This is Jeff playing Jerilyn. This is Jeremy playing Julian Illix. This is Ellie playing Archie and whatever else she can come up with. <laughs> this is Johnny playing Chime North. And I'm Jordan, and I'm being a pain in everybody's butt. Yep. Yep. So, initiative. No! Before yes. that. I'm going to tackle him. No, you can't yet. We are going to do a short flashback. And then you can tackle people, if you can. Knowing your ruling skills and everything involved in that. Aaron. So, through this, as, you know, when Sam's been sitting in this uh, clinic... Sam's been thinking about when they were stationed in Southern Marnoline. And stationed is a loose term because Marnoline did not have any kind of diplomatic relations. No, we were more or less in a small facility off the coast of Marnoline clandestinely. We were not supposed to be there. We were there for monitoring for minor operations. And one night the station gets a call and Sam is brought in and said that there's a retrieval mission. You you need to go on. This is high priority. You're going solo. Get prepared and load up. So Sam grabbed, grabbed all their stuff and got to the, the transport and was taken inland into Marlene and was dropped at the edge of uh, one of the towns there. Was given coordinates for a building and when Sam got there, the building was completely dark. Sam was told to expect extreme resistance through this building. So Sam being Sam, Sam made it to the roof and decided to sneak their way down. Were you using any any powers? Yes. My command knew very much what I could do, and that's why I was selected for this mission. So after uh, phasing my way through the ceiling, some skylights down in the building, I had to make my way around uh, automated turrets. Like there were, this, this, this was a highly secured highly technical building. It was actually below the ground floor is where I needed to get, but in one of the back corners of the building. And while I was there, I didn't see anybody else. Which was very unusual. Very unusual, because this is, you know, a a large building. And uh, they did some advanced military research here. So I made it down to uh, to the floor that I needed to find. And as I was told which door to, which door to check, the door would be barricaded. I knocked on the door and gave a passcode. The door opened up, and as I stepped into the into the room, there was a, a man standing there. So, armed, I'm assuming? Yes, armed. He was waiting for me, but just to make sure, he asked for the second second passphrase. So I gave it, and... Beast drove off. Beast drove off. So, Commander, Commander Linden, Commander Del Linden, I'm here to rescue you. You can trust me with your life. We will get through this. I know this is outside of your wheelhouse. Stick with me, and... I will get you out of here. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> so, 
we made our way back out of the building. On the way out, he was telling me about how it started, that some of his team members just started disappearing. Nobody knew where they went. Uh, they started acting a little funny. And then shortly after some people started disappearing, they found the first body. And so they started trying to do an investigation, and that was 24 hours ago. Within the past 24 hours, the entire rest of the team had either been killed or disappeared. And I was there to, to extract him. So he kept talking about a voice the entire time. And it was a disturbing experience for Sam. Got back to base and didn't talk to Commander Linden for quite some time until he asked me to be on some of his other teams. That is that is my that, flashback. That is your story. And I'm sticking to it. Now can I tackle? <laughs> now you may tackle. <laughs> so everybody, go ahead, who's involved in this particular fracas with random technician. It's time to roll initiative. And it is perception. It is. Yes. Because regardless, I'm tackling. We'll go ahead and say perception is out. Five. Five dice. That's a lot. Uh, so that's all the people that are there. You're not there. Julian's not there. But I'm imagining you guys are walking. Julian is actually still trying to find the place where Archie's body and Sarani's actual physical body are. Now, depending on what he hears from Shade's side of the conversation, may alter his path or not. You do hear, kill it, kill it, kill it. (laughs) (laughs) An old favorite of Shade's. (laughs) Yeah, so... Upon hearing that, Julian would then stop asking where this other, the air gap facility is and ask where the veterinary clinic is. I know where the veterinary clinic is. You do? Yes. Point. It's that building. And he runs. So we're running to the veterinary clinic. All right. The person who gets to go first is Archie. Nope. Jared. <laughs> Jared Lance. So Jared. Definitely not Jared. You rolled a six. Bear rolled an 11. Archie, the technician, rolled a 21. And then Sam... Roll a six. Who has higher... Because he's got a plus one. See, that plus made you go not last. <laughs> Still need to attack. Technician, what do you want to do? The technician is going to eerily snap his head towards Jer and just smile. While okay. holding the body of a small child up in the air by one hand. Yes. Is that your full action? Yes. Bear is going to take a move from an old friend of his. Kick! Because <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the same situation. That Kick was being held up by somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not held up. But being held. Held. He had by Cerrone. Ten. So he lashes out with his foot. We'll go ahead and say that it hits. So go ahead and, if you want to try and mitigate the, the kicking, go ahead and roll dodge. Or you can just absorb it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. The technician's gonna take the blow. Okay. And roll your whatever there is for his strength. Yep. Eleven. Fourteen. Okay. That was risky, but it p- p- paid off for you. It's now Mr. Tackler turn. Gonna run over and tackle. Okay. Rolling. Oh what? my god! <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> well, so much for tackling. That is the best roll I think I have ever seen. <laughs> Do you have any pluses on that? Yeah. 
So you have a three? Yeah. <laughs> 4D plus one, you got a three. Actually, you would get a four because he used a fake point, so it doubles his plus two. Yeah. So it's a plus two. Four to tackle. Yeah, four to tackle. Four so, to I tackle. mean, e- an even, like, an easy action would have been a five. Yep. So, you <laughs> you trip over the boa constrictor. <laughs> and you go stumbling out the door, completely missing the technician. Just Have you ever seen one of those people, like, windmilling as they run because they've lost their balance? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's exactly what you're doing. tripping. All right, Sam's turn. Thinking back to when Bear was faceless, was there any part of him that was, like, exposed, not steel? Like plastic? No, like wiring or looked soft and squishy. His tongue. So only his mouth? That was the only... Really? Yeah. And that they're just a big metal body. Uh, Well, his face and his feet were exposed. Yeah. Right. So as far as the face and the feet, all we see is metal. Yes, but the feet, the ankle hinges would be naturally weaker just because of the way that they join. Like, ankles are one of the weakest points in the body. Yeah. As somebody who multiply sprains ankles on a regular <laughs> basis. Trip standing up. I do. You've seen me do it. I know. I'm going to do a, almost like a wind blast between bear and it. More or less separate the two. Separate the two. Is there a target number on this? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just apportation, right? Conjuring. Because I am conjuring a big bubble. Should be there's there's a spell conjure element. Control element? Well there's create element, which is skills conjuration. Difficulty eleven. Oh, oh and I got thirty. I think you might have squeezed the eye. Okay. How do you do damage with magic? I can't remember. So I don't think that would be damaging as much as it would separate them. Yes. And then as... But Bear might hit into a wall. So well, that's, that's separate and, than the magic damage. Okay. Yes, so Archie Tech. We went over to Archie Tech closer to the wall, so Bear would have further to travel before, before Bear would hit the wall. So I'd imagine both of them are thrown and may or may not. So the physical impact would just be like... Falling damage. Yeah. I'm going to go before that. Bear. So I rolled a 13 for Bear. It's moderate. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to say that Bear is wounded oh, at the moment. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, not wounded, stunned. Yeah. Technician isn't. What was that other thing that we had a really hard time like... Oh no, it was the big metal body that we had to fight in the... Angel's Garden? Yeah. Technician got 26 for damage resistance. Yes, yeah, so, and I had set the target number at 15. So Bear is stunned. Bear loses a, a die for the next round, and you're perfectly fine, technician. That so, puts us at the top of the round. And how many rounds are going to pass before we get to the building? Jeff, roll a single die. Yay, Jeff! Oh! <laughs> roll six. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> I guess it's a long Seriously? way to the, uh, the building. So we'll say that... It's because we're running. If we walk, we get there faster. No! <laughs> that is not how physics work, Johnny. <laughs> it is in my world. Anyway, we're not in Johnny's world. We're in Six Jordan's world. Need. Let's go. <laughs> and we'll say that there are five more rounds. To five more rounds. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh. It's gonna be over by then. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna be dead. Yeah. Archie, the technician's angry at Sam now, and is going to throw a kick to his side. Sam's side. To Sam's side. Sam, would you like to dodge? 
Can I conjure air to move me out of the way? If you do, it's going to cause you issues in your die count later on. Yes, I will try to do something. You want to use magic? Do you want to dodge out of the way? Yeah, I'd like to use magic okay. to do this. So, because this is a little bit bigger than just dodging out of the way, mm -hmm. you're going to lose a die for this, and you're going to lose a die for your for your actual action. Perfect. Oof. Yes! Seven. Twenty. So I wouldn't even recommend spending any character points on this. So your kick is ineffective. How far away was I able to push myself with there? The room is not that large. It's only... It's an open plan, but it's only, like, maybe 20 meters across. Okay. You know? It's large, but, you know, like, for the animals that they have to work with and bring in and everything like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm no longer within punching distance. Punching oh, range. Correct. Out of immediate range. Yeah. All right. So, Archie, that was your turn. It is now Bear's turn. He's going to do two actions. He's going to try and knock out a window and climb out of the window. Since he's doing two, another die removed because he's stunned. Target number to break the window is 10. Target number to climb out the window is 10. He's got two dice. It's doable. He does not break the glass. He rolled a four. But that removes the stunned effect. Jer, you are outside. Is there a fire axe? If you want to spend a fate point, there is a fire axe. There's a fire axe. <laughs> <laughs> I grab it and run back in swinging. Okay. Was it your fire axe that you like had leaned up against the front door? Yes. Okay. So you grab your fire axe and you go in to try and chop up the technician, I assume. Yes. You don't often use your fire axe for this purpose. Nope. Another one. Oh my He's spending one to double his dice. All once again. You want to dodge out of the way, technician? Yes. That'll be four dice for you. Fourteen. Fourteen. <gasps> Tiger's Yeah, It does. Dang. Congratulations. You managed to evade. How do you step out of the way of the axe? Oh no, I grab the axe. You grab the axe. You no, know, stop it. Make chop. Okay. Matrix stop. By the blade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And now it is Sam's turn. That This is the second round, so you've yep. got four more to go. Yep. So I'm still a ways away. Yes. Chair's now in, in melee range. I'm going to blow out the window that Bear just tried to break. Okay. Again, conjuring air. Okay. So. What was it? A 16? Or 11. 11. 25. Okay. I guess you do it. Glass starts shattering out and like hitting buildings on the other side of the alleyway that's between the two. Is that in line of sight of Julian and is Shade silent during this whole thing? Well, I would imagine Shade is very much going kill I, it. I just get repeated out. kill it. Kill it. Careful. Watch yourself. Okay. Uh, even on. Even. Even. It isn't within line of sight, so you can see shadows moving in the building. It, it's Looking rather frantic. Close enough to distinguish elementals, especially three that he is quite familiar with. What's the range on that? I mean, I don't think we've ever determined a range because I thought you... Oh, whatever like, Julian's sight range is? Yeah. Oh, oh it's sight range? It's, it's sight-based. Okay. You can... So, within that window, he sees three 
elementals that he recognizes and one that he does not. Correct. What is the one that he does not look like? What elemental do you want the technician to be? Fire. Fire, of course. Shocking. I would assume he's taking all this in, so if yep. he wants to do anything from that distance, he'll just wait until next turn. So say. we're at the top of the round. Archie, you're really familiar with fire. You remember it like the back of your hand. Before we were using spells, if I'm not mistaken, we'll go ahead and say that you can use Archie's spell levels. Because this is something that your programming is familiar with, so you're able to go ahead. There's a bit of a fight with the elemental because it's not used to behaving in this manner. The technician's gonna look Jira in the eye with a nasty grin and rip the fire axe from his hands and conjure an elemental body that surrounds him. So this is gonna be two actions because the pulling away is gonna be one. Now that's gonna be a 4D action. Okay. Do you want to resist that with uh, with your strength, Chair? Yes, I would like to. Oh, don't look me in the eye. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry. And mode in the character. Is that your roll? Well, say goodbye to that axe. So you rolled a 15, is that correct, Chair? Yes. 20? Yeah. So the, the axe is handily ripped away and... You have that now in your hands, and then you want to do your best Johnny Storm impression, flame on. Yes. Okay, go ahead and roll your uh, conjuration, minus one. Ooh! <laughs> A one. <laughs> you want to spend any character points? Can I spend like 20 characters? <laughs> <laughs> Maximum three. This is elemental body, 15. You can statistically do it. Sure you can. You can do it with one character point. You can. Statistically. Statistically. Is it possible? That's up to you to decide. I will let you consider that while we take a break. If you like dungeons with dragons in them, check out Asmosu. Phil, there's no dragons in these books. I'm trying to reach our target audience. Hi, everybody. I'm Metz. I'm Phil. And we're the hosts of Alzebo Soup, a literary podcast that focuses on analyzing long-form speculative fiction with a focus on the author Gene Wolfe. We really like to dig into the novels, going real slow and analyzing every little aspect of these books. Phil is so excited about it, he has a shovel with plus three to digging. <laughs> is that? Okay. No, that's not a sad uh, is that at a all. Thing? Can, can, I buy, can I go to the Dungeons & Dragons store in the Dungeons & Dragons game and buy a plus three shovel? Please, please, please say yes. Absolutely. Okay. Here. I'm going to roll to buy the shovel. You fail. There are no shovels to buy. This is nothing like our podcast absolutely not listen to alzebo soup at alzebosoup.libsyn.com or where all fine podcasts can be found we're talking about itunes and spotify and we're back you want to do it yeah 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 let's go ahead and do it first one a five five so six, now you six, need six, nine because she had one already. Oh, yeah. you want to spend a second one I mean, you spent one now. Yeah, you're you're well committed. For it. Yeah. yeah. May I suggest to die with my face on? Those ones are the weighted ones. <laughs> nope. It's a cat. Uh, Three, right? So you need to roll a six. If you roll a six, you take it home. You want to try again? Spent two. Might as well. 
If you had needed to roll more than six, maybe it might be worth not. Correct. Rolling, <laughs> if you if you needed more than a, what you could reach on a single die, I wouldn't do it. But you're within striking distance. Yeah, hey, but one in six hey, chance. Do you want to strike? Last right session, Julian was in the same position, yeah. and he took the extra character point and Ready? rolled the six. Yep. yep. It can be done. You do realize that he is actually advocating it against this, the interest of the group by pointing out that it can be done. <laughs> the logic Story as the player can't. says, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one. Oh. <laughs> I'm never asking you again! Never! <laughs> never! I'd like the water bottle. <laughs> so no flame. But you do have an axe. <laughs> so it is Bearstone. Bear is now going to try and climb out the open window. That shouldn't be too hard because his his die is returned. Thirteen. Little bear scampers out the window. All right, Jer, your axe has been removed from your grip. As Julian's running, he's taking out his lighter. I'm right behind you. Then I'm going to use my alteration or conjuration to conjure a water bubble around the head of the android. Nice. Where's that roll earlier? Right. 12 to conjuration. What is your target number? That's control element. 18. 18. No, not 22. You got it. So you got it. Yay. There is now a water bubble around the text head smothering him. And I can hold it there all day. <laughs> I'm also going to take a step back, so I'm out of reach of the, the axe. Okay. It is Sam's turn. Okay. So, if I declare that I'm going to do two actions, but I reserve the second action, it's just one die off of each action. Correct. Okay. For my first action, I have a spell called Helping Hand, which literally picks things up and moves them. And I'm picking up the boa constrictor and setting it on the technician. <laughs> Not like the poison dart frog or one of the rattlesnakes. Or... No, because it's it, an android. It's so an, android. an android. He might not do anything from the poison. But the boa constrictor, on the other hand. Oh, this could be bad. With a target of 18. Now I have to look up snakes. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine that it's got like 8d6 and squeezing. <laughs> it was a tool provided. Yes. Are, are, we, are we ready for, for this? Is this the last round before we get there? No, but Julian's going to do something now, because he can. He doesn't have to actually be physically there. So the, so the snake and the water are both on the technician at this point? Yes. yes. Julian is going to stop, light the lighter, and he's putting his hand in the flame. Just trying to do anything. I stop him. need help with something? I mean, there's probably not time for that. I mean, not time for conversation. So, do you do anything? Well, yeah, I'm just, I just, I, that's what I said. I said, do you need help with anything? Okay, well, he's I not going to... If you hand me the lighter, I can light it. He's not, he, there's okay. no time for that. He's just okay. going. All right, so I'm going to drop a fate point on this. Because I need a ridiculous number. I know. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. But it's fire, so I don't need that much. I got it. I needed a 21. Oh. There's 20 right there. One, and there's still five dice left. So. I counted another 20 there almost. Yeah. So, 
he is now. We already established because Julian tried to do this before and could not maintain connection with two different elementals at the same time. So he is shifting connection with shade drops. Okay. And goes to the fire elemental. We already established when Julian does this connection by himself, which he did with shade, there is a residual elemental effect of that elemental. Mm -hmm. Water was just used. Air is going off. What happens when water and air goes off simultaneously? Ice. Ice. No. <laughs> okay. With the vocal strike. With the vocal strike. <laughs> that sounds painful. <laughs> That's all Julian could do at this point is make that connection that he did. But in the room, there is this unexplainable burst of air that comes from... No one in the room would know where that is coming from. But can we say it just freezes the, the water around the technician's head? My argument is in the past we've in, that's been that's not been unintended consequences of water and air. That has been something we have attempted to do. Yeah, it's been an intentional an intentional choice of cold air and yeah and cold water. It's, it's you don't have control over the air elemental itself. Like to to, to have that kind of precision. Preci- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a good try. Uh, I mean, Julian doesn't know that the water was used to right. Exactly. So I mean, at this point, he still does not have. Control of but what, what that do, does. What you do sense from the elemental, the other elemental, they have no idea what's going on here. The chassis is not responding to controls like it should be. Okay. And when Julian does it by himself, until he checks off all the boxes for that element, he has to roll a complication dice, and it potentially could give a minus two, no effect, or plus two, whatever elemental he's connected, and I just rolled a plus two. So for their next action? Until, until the connection is dropped. So the fire amount, it has a plus two. For every roll, or? For that particular fire elemental. Yes. For the so every move that yeah. that android's elemental makes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a plus two. There's a plus two until that connection is dropped. Or a dive. Archie, there's a boa constrictor on you, and someone's trying to drown you at the same time. At least this instance of yourself. Of another building nearby. Comes out another three, okay. three technician one, one androids. I was wondering when this was going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And they start charging. As a reminder, Barry's outside of the building. And just to give a little background information, it's because the other building was infected as well. Okay, so you have just upped the ante on how many three new instances have joined. Charging. Responding in five. Okay, um, <laughs> there's a good title for it. <laughs> Go ahead and I need initiative numbers for now. Oh my gosh. 16. Okay, so attack two has 16. Attack three. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 19. Attack four. 13. 13. Okay. Instance number one still goes first, and then two, three, four, and then Bear, Bear. Jer, Sam. So, what do you want? Instance one with the head in water. With the boat constrictor. I'm gonna swing the axe towards myself. Okay. Yes, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to chop off the snake. And the head in the water. That might be harder. 
Go ahead and uh, make me a strength roll of 4D. Plus two. Okay. 16. Plus two. With a plus two. No, that's not with a plus two. So 18. Yes. Okay. Are you trying to knock the snake off, or are you trying to cleave it? Cleave it. Go ahead and roll me strength of 4D. 15. With a plus two. Oh, 17. 17, sorry. Yeah, I keep forgetting about the Okay, so I rolled a 14, so snake is stunned. With your own strength? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With so a plus two. Yeah. That watch just... 17. And what had you rolled for... 17. I guess the defender. You are the defender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the snake's the defender. <laughs> Look, it, like, there is no defender. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> right. Okay, so that's a complete wash. <laughs> One of the oddest mechanic, game mechanic moments I've ever seen. <laughs> yet yourself. again, Ellie's character is fighting itself. <laughs> That's instance number one. Instance number two. Outside, across the alley from where Bear broke out. Aren't you the third? My head hurts. Why don't you do this? Um, You're the one who wanted you. I know. You I know. I, I, was totally complaining. I was complaining about how many characters, and then I'm like, hey, let's add three more. Yep. Not thinking of the consequences. All right. Tech two. He's going to go after Bear. Okay. How far away from the clinic is Bear? There's about a two-meter alley in between the two buildings. So Bear came out, and he's running in the opposite direction of where you guys are coming. He would potentially see Julian there. And be running towards Julian? Potentially. Because I would imagine Julian is visible from behind. Well, he's he saw the bear come out of the window. Right. So, so, so there's like... Line of sight. Okay. I was imagining that the technicians were between Bear and Julian. Okay. So he can run towards Julian, but that means he would have to go or, like around all three technicians, or he can go in the opposite direction and try to avoid them. Yep. And I think he's going to try and do the latter. Yep. So Same. he's going to he's going to try and run. Yay, 4D. Are you going to chase after him? Yes. So go ahead and roll four dice. Fifteen. And I rolled a sixteen. So, Barry is keeping out of the grip of the first one. Tech three. Tech number, what is it? Two, three? Tech number three. We're on tech number three. Seven of nines? That's your fault. (laughs) Tech three. Yes. Is going to head into the veterinary clinic. Okay. And start racing towards the back door. Okay. There's a whole bunch of people in there already. So, you're going to have a little bit more effort to do that. Okay. No, you're just trying to, to dodge through all these people uh, yeah. while you're running. I'm not going so, towards any of them. To run, running is going to be easy. Target number is going to be 10, and you're going to get three dice for that. Dodging around the people uh, is going to be a little harder. That's going to be 15, uh, and that's also going to be two dice. So first roll. Three. Okay, uh, you don't get very far in the building. All right. Last tech, tech number four. He's going to do the same as two tech, and he's going to chase there. Okay. Uh, four dice for that. Twelve. So you, you're able to chase Bear and grab his shoulder. Pretty much pull him to a stop. Okay. All right. Next is Bear, actually, conveniently enough. He's going to try and break Bear's grip. 
And he rolled a 1, so that takes away the 6, and he got an 8. I don't think that's going to do it. So, we'll go ahead and go over to Jer. A new, a new individual has just entered the building, Jer. Oh. I'm going to go turn on the faucet so I have more water to work with. Okay. I don't think that'll be very hard. Uh, will that detract from an action? Because it is an action? Yeah, I would, I would say that would be an action. Do you okay. want to do a second action after that? Yes. Okay. Going to pull water at the other one. Okay. Form a second bubble around the head. So this is a target number of 18. Mm-hmm. Got it. 20. So now you are trying to control one. bubbles around two heads. For a conjure element, does it have to be in sight? What do you mean insight? You mean in your vision line, or do you mean the term like insight, like intellect? In my vision. Okay. Must I be able to see where I'm attempting to conjure element? I kind of think you do. Alright, we'll do it differently. I'm still reserving that second action again this round. I'm going to use helping hand and open the hatch at the dude's back. Uh, okay, where the elemental is actually accessible. The power core for the thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna stick the key in his neck and turn it. You saw it done. So I've seen, seen it, it done, done so, so I have an idea of where it's at. Unless it's in different places for a different model. And 27. Target of 18 for a helping hand. Okay. So you hear, like, a pop and it, the back of their shirt bulges. The door can't open fully because of the shirt. Okay. If I remember correctly, they they had to remove the shirt to be able to fully access the port. All right, so we are back at the top of the round. Well, Julian kind of inserted himself at the bottom of the round. Yeah. With this thing. So if he's connected, now would be a good time for him to try and do something. Okay. As long as it's with that connection. That's the only thing he could do to affect anything in that room. Knowing that the elemental could take over the programming, that's what Julian is going to do, is try and persuade it, the elemental, to overwrite the programming and power down. Okay. What's the target number for this? It's basically a persuasion roll. Okay. So it's against the willpower of the elemental. And then the elemental it has plus two. Okay. I rolled a one on my wild die. Forty. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. So part of the issue is is that the coding is not responding to the commands that it was giving it. Um, I think we had mentioned that earlier. So at this point, I don't know if. If there was some sort of, like, if this had been introduced to the root virus, they might have been able to change the coding. The thing is, is that it's a pure elemental dealing with corrupted coding. I understand where you're coming from, but I don't think it's... Well, it may, it may not do it, but the persuasion would be for the for elemental the to, try. to fight itself. Yeah. Pretty much at that point. So, sort of like what Archie actually did at the end of last session, where they're acting against themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of that would start to take place. Gotcha. Alright, Archie. Tech one. Now, in addition to a bow constrictor, 
water. A bubble of water around your head. Now it feels like your elemental is, is trying to change its coating from the inside out. Because of the slight gash and the lack of control yeah. of what happened the first time with getting the snake off. Tech number one release with the left hand and then proceeds to grab back on with the left hand and start uh, trying to force it towards the stomach, abdomen area. Okay, the torso. Right. Whereas the other one, uh, other hand, the right hand is going to try to force it away. Okay. So there's this image of it rustling with itself. Chasing its own tail. <laughs> okay. Uh, tech number two was chasing Bear. If I remember correctly, tech four had actually caught him. Tech two is going to catch up with tech four and Bear and grab Bear by the other shoulder. Okay. Okay, so he grabs Bear with his right hand and then grabs the back of his neck and whispers in his ear, you could never run from me. No then, physical action? Not at that point, no. Okay. A giant eagle swoops down. <laughs> the eagles. The eagles, eagles are, are coming. coming. <laughs> and in its talons grabs Bear and takes flight again wrestling Bear away from the technician and flies him up to the temple. As the two technicians who were holding on the Bear fall from that great height that the eagle dropped them from, as they hit the ground, all four of the technicians just collapse. And we'll go ahead and call that the end of the episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.